Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm like having to research some of these topics because I completely forgot what the first half of 2019 was even like. <laughs> oh yeah, no, it, it's a complete blur to be quite honest. But you I guys mean, remember that one time just, where Daniel Suarez kicked Michael McDowell's ass because neither dude, did that I. feels like <laughs> that was this year, yeah, ago. right? <laughs> like five years ago. That, there's dude, no I hate that the happens. social media era, dude. This sucks. <laughs> oh man, everything's like in dog ears. Okay, boomer. It, I, hey, you know what? <laughs> I am I am a Zoomer. I am a Zoomer. We're all Zoomers. Gen are you, Z. Anthony, are you a Zoomer? Uh, you I was born in 94. I don't What's the cutoff? I don't know. You know you're, you're a Zillennial. Uh, I think 97. You're, I'm a Zillennial. No, you're a Boomer. You're a Boomennial. <laughs> a Boomennial. <laughs> Isn't that an eating disorder? No, that's oh, bulimia. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Left Turns and Loud Noises, season finale, episode 44. I am your host, Anthony Dietrich. I am back from the dead. We missed last week's deadline, so we're just going to do it this week. Whatever. I'm joined, as always, by my partner in crime, Kevin Costello. What's good, dude? Dude, I'm a little sad you said season finale. <laughs> well, it's the season finale <laughs> of the actual racing season. We're still doing some off-season nonsense. Don't worry. I got a couple tricks up my sleeve. Speaking about tricks up my sleeve, I got the man, the myth, the legend, the uh, Brad Perez, the Bread Perez, I guess. Is that a terrible nickname, or what, what are we calling you now? Um, until further notice, I am Brad Perez. I cannot come with anything more creative, so uh, we're just going to leave it at that. I'll call you just bread right now for now, all right? I'm carbs. <laughs> You're carbs. Perfect. Okay. Sure. We have Brad Perez on the podcast joining us. He's actually our uh, second time on the podcast. Recurring guest, Brad Perez. So now I, that, there you go. There's your nickname, recurring guest. I, I, yeah. That, that yeah, sounds like a, a disease. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it can't be really be that bad, can it? Like, you know, being on the pot- podcast a second time, you know, it's, it could be worse. Yeah, could yeah. be literally the third co-host like Alex is every week. wow hi alex (laughs) hi alex we miss alex alex is not here right now he is actually once again traveling back in time to the (laughs) 1800s he is currently trying to deal with the fact that he is not sure that the french indian war is over so he's dealing with that problem anyways remember like 
earlier this year, but it feels like five years ago when Nolan was a recurring guest. Yeah. But, oh my goodness. Rest in peace, but... our angel Nolan. <laughs> um, I actually texted him the other day. He's doing pretty well. Dude, oh, yeah. Dude's about to get married, so he's he's living his best life right now. Yeah, that's all right. So. <laughs> Last week, we were supposed to do an episode right after the race. Um, I actually have been super busy with work in Atlanta. Um, currently working on trying to get my license and all that stuff for uh, mortgage loans. So I've been pretty busy. This week is a lot better because it's Thanksgiving break. And I just want to say, Kevin, I'm very thankful that you've been here almost every single week. That's that's so sweet, man. I appreciate And Brad, that. I'm very thankful that you've actually decided to come on a second time. And I had to remind you about it like five times. But you did it. Yes, I have a brain of a peanut. <laughs> but um, yeah, when anytime I'm in a race car, I remember as if I go to Harvard and then I go back to Broward Community College every time I have to think about anything else. <laughs> shout out Broward. Yeah, dude, shout out, shout out BCC, man. That's my hometown. Go Seahawks. Um, <laughs> go Seahawks. Uh, so let's go ahead and just kind of recap the, fi- the finale, the final four for all the races that just happened. We're going to have a little fun event. We're going to do our award show. Um, we have a couple of things that we have listed and we're going to just basically name our favorite moments and drivers and just things that happened over the year. I know Brad has no idea what's happened in the last anything past the beginning of the playoffs. So he's kind of looking everything up right now, but God bless anyways. Um, cause I was right. there. I couldn't, I couldn't watch. <laughs> oh, that's fair. Uh, so first things first, um, looks like when we actually start the next season of this, uh, podcast, we're going to have to hand things over to Alex and Methy because they both uh, pretty much nailed it right on the head with their champion and uh, who would make the final four. Methy got all four right, and Alex actually, I think, got three out of the four right and was the only one of us to pick Kyle Busch. So uh, first things first, Kyle Busch winning the championship. Thoughts on that? Uh, he earned it because everyone else Yeah, did this it. is actually no asterisk <laughs> next to it. No asterisk. Yeah, I mean, everyone else kind of imploded around him so adam stevens just showed up and called a straightforward race and won it they literally all they had to do was just do a normal race and they had it i mean truex jr put his team put two uh two tires on the wrong car and actually having brad here this is helpful how does that even happen okay so it's funny because this has happened to the 35 mbm motorsports team at kansas Uh, there's a video of that where my boy ryan bell is screaming at his pit crew it's great so um (laughs) So basically, you have all your sets lined up on in the pit stall, and the pit crew is responsible in putting them in a specific way in which they mm-hmm. grab them and place them onto the wall for the pit stop. So it looks like they probably grabbed them from where they were laying, put them on the wall, and then somehow was switched up, and it's, the guy brought the wrong tire on the opposite side of the car, and the stop is happening so quick that you kind of just grab it and put it on there. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure as soon as the jack dropped and the car was leaning to the right, Martin probably knew he put the wrong, they put the wrong <laughs> tires on the wrong side of the car in it. There it's was a big a, difference because yeah. two different compounds, like your left side tires at Homestead were at like 13 PSI and the, the right sides are like 55. So, oh wow, I you will no notice it that. the moment that you go into turn one, you're like, uh, this isn't right. <laughs> yeah, Truex knew it on the, the, the flat part. Oh, it was just immediate for him. It was like there's a record scratch inside the car, and it was like it was at this moment Martin Truex Jr. knew that his moment, his championship was hopes were over, and it was it was devastating. It's good that it happened right, like you know, in the middle of the race and not so much in the end, but it still totally screwed him over. And speaking about things that happened at the end, um, 
Denny Denny Hamlin, my 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 boy, my driver. Uh, that was sad. Everything go wrong. It was my one heart, of those heartbreaking. My heart moments. was pulling for him. It really. I'm not a Hamlin fan by any means. One but... of my chairs in my apartment did not handle it very well. Nope. Uh, it it <laughs> got thrown across the apartment, and there was big a yikes. lot of screaming. Yeah, big big yikes. Yeah, for anyone um, who wants to look back on Anthony's Twitter during that time, it was a it was a roller coaster. Oh, it was a dumpster fire. It was a dumpster <laughs> fire. <laughs> um, the LTLN podcast uh, Twitter was also a dumpster fire. I uh, I'm I'm not the best live tweeter. We've we've determined this. Uh, bro, I've known that since day one. Come on now. <laughs> Brad is is unfortunately one of one of the many followers. And and Brad, what were your thoughts on Denny Hamlin's implosion and my concurrent implosion? Um, so I saw you raging on Twitter and I'm not gonna lie. It was pretty funny. Cause I had no service the whole day. So I, I'm driving back home and I'm really looking at all these tweets. Like, Oh God. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I, this is, uh, it, it's tough being a Denny fan. It's yeah. Tough being an FSU Denny fan. He always tends to step on his PP at Homestead every year. to something it's, new. It's not like this is the first time this has ever happened. Like, yeah, I remember. It's I, so it's just it's so unfortunate. Like I was like, oh perfect. He won at Phoenix. He's he's mature now. He's got it. He this is the this is Denny's final form and like and and then he just got the shit kicked in by like Vegeta at, at Homestead. It was awful for <laughs> it's just oh my god. And it's always it always tends to be like crew related things. Like I remember it really 2014 is. it was the wrong like call that they made on the box. Oh. This time it was like a piece of tape that was placed on the wrong side of the nose. I swear to God, that that piece of tape. I I looked at that and I'm like, how do you make that mistake? Like that yeah. is that is unbelievable. I know, and you were mad, and I'm just like, dude, I feel bad for that crew guy because that's like an easy mistake to make. That is a very easy mistake that's to like make. A and very I easy mistake at, to make. I am sitting at home just screaming. Get a rocket and send this man into the surface of the sun. I've had it. This guy so... better be fired before the next pit stop. Like... I was just ready to, to crucify this man. I was gonna fly down to Homestead and just beat him with like a, a, a jack wrench. I've had enough oh at that point. God. I feel bad for him, obviously. You no know, tough mistake for the crew chiefs and for the crew members, and, and that sucks. But you know, for Kyle Busch, all he had to do was just drive a normal race, and he had it. Kevin Harvick. Did, I, I feel like he showed up for the uh, restarts and expecting chaos. And I, I think what was there just John Hunter Nemechek, I think, got in trouble. That was yeah, it. that was the only non the only yellow. Mm-hmm. It, it preposterous. It's like I don't understand how um, Ronnie Childers is like this package is almost impossible to spin out unless you're Bubba Wallace on your own. So, um, like, what do we do here? Oh, we'll just be good on the restarts. I, it was a bad call, and Kevin Harvey paid the price for it. To be fair, it did work for them on. Uh, at Texas, they were the most trimmed out car there, but mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. Homestead, it's such, because it's a multi-room track, unlike Texas, for the You're most gonna part. You're going to want the downforce. Exactly. Yeah. Either way, though, that was um, not the most exciting of finales I think we've had in the last five years of this uh, playoff. Yeah, I mean, it, I'm going to look back on it and just being like, all right, if I'm a crew chief and I want a champion, want to win a championship, don't do what everyone did except Adam Stevens, because... Yeah. It was just how to lose the championship one on one. Yeah, essentially. Brad, you were actually at the track for Sunday's race. You were in turn one, right? I was. I was in the how, shade the entire time. Harvard. Yeah, you didn't have the sun just blinding you. How was that view? Because like I, I've sat there in 2002, I think, when Tony won the championship, and that was that's such a great spot. The track, really. I love sitting there mostly because 
you can see the guys like up against the fence in mm -hmm. one and two, and you can watch them the whole way through the corner. Unlike turn three and four, where you're basically blinded by the sun the whole time, and you're trying to see if I can actually look at anything and not become yeah. like blind, upside down, over easy, <laughs> egg eye. <laughs> I would love to do some laps around Homestead if I had any talent at all in my body. Or uh, I mean, I've driven do. there, but you know, not not the same. Not it's it's not the same. You can't you can't rip it next to the fence. Just go full Kyle Larson line. No, because if I did, it'd be like a whole two seconds slower. Speaking of Kyle Larson, just absolutely tragic that he still has not won a race there and just had another incident happen to him. I, I don't think Larson just... I feel like when this race moves to March next year, I think it's in March, right? Or is it March April? 20th. It is. Dude, can't yeah. wait for that. So Greg, I feel Greg. like because it's not... Um, the final the finale and Larson just is never in it. Like he'll actually probably dominate. Oh yeah. He'll need to move over every lap. It'll be great to watch. Ugh. Well, it's going to be nice when Larson finally, uh, breaks, through, uh, breaks through. He just still doesn't have a win in a mile and a half. It's wow. What? Crazy. Damn. Yeah. Holy. Yeah. I did not think about that. Yeah. Wow. 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 wow, wow. That remember, is remember at Kansas statistic. last month when on the first 40 laps, he got out to a 10 second lead. Stop. Good times. <laughs> that didn't happen. Good that times. was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way that had to have been two years ago. <laughs> it's like an like eternity. It. Oh, my goodness. All Remember, right. Kyle Larson has won at Homestead before in an Xfinity car. That's has right. He? he won 2013, did he not? 2016. 2016. Oh. Mm, there the I go again car. with my wrong stats. Was that the final year before the rules came in about uh, final um, race eligibility and whatnot? I think yeah, so. That, that was also when they it. changed the Xfinity car the year after they put the small boy spoiler on. Oh, okay. Ooh, yes. And we can go ahead and move right on to the Xfinity race because that one was absolutely unbelievable. <sighs> what a great race. Yeah, I was... swear to God, it felt like there were just 40 laps of these drivers like side by side just at, doing slide job after slide job. That was awesome. So much the fun. The Xfinity series on the mile and a half this year has been... I, I don't know why. I don't know what they're doing. I don't know if it's the race length, but it's been fun to watch. Uh, Brad, who Big are you? You were with motor, um... small <laughs> blade. You were with Tyler for that race, right? Uh, no, I was not. I was oh. with Stephen P. Light. Oh boy, hmm. he actually he actually didn't have that bad of a race. Finished twenty fourth. Good job. We, dude, off the truck. We were like, all right, we're gonna have two laps of practice, and then we never even got them because it rained. Oh, yeah. oh classic then, uh, yeah, nobody had practice at all. And then uh, race day, we had only three. We had a four set race. We only got one set of stickers and three sets of scuffs that all came from that one practice because Cup Series didn't have qualifying or first practice. So we couldn't buy scuffs from there. So mm, we took tires from the 51 car and the 22 Xfinity car. Nice. Oh, man. And we ran. We qualified like 21st, which is our best of the year. Nice. And then we went out first stage. We said, okay, we're good. And then Tyler Matthews wrecked because his tire went down, I think. And then oh. I ran a quarter mile to get his stickers. Nice. And then we had stickers for another run. And I think and... that single-handedly, only that, nothing else was the reason why we finished so well. And they say NASCAR uh, crewmen aren't athletes. Ridiculous. Right. I won't stand for this. Mm -hmm. yeah. Dude, that Who else was... is going to run that quarter mile? Absolutely no one else. Like I, I couldn't name a single crewman that would do that. And um, <laughs> Brad, for everyone at home that does not know who you are for some reason at this point, um, let the let the fans know at home. Uh, you know, kind of your background. 
because I completely forgot to do that in the beginning. That's okay, because it's not really important. Anyways, um, I am Brad, and I am a crew member for the JD Motorsports 01 car. I am the tire specialist and interior guy and anything else that they make me do. And um, basically, my race day duties are to grab tires and whatnot. But um, outside of the whole Xfinity series, I race Spec Miata in SCCA. So if you go to any SCCA Southeast Tour race, I will be there driving the number 38 uh, living room dance floor Spec Miata. And that was not a plug at all. And, <laughs> Absolutely uh, not. Yeah. Hell yeah. And I race legend cars sometimes. Hell yeah. It's more than me and Kevin do combined, so. Yes, hey. left turns and B noises. I do uh, Mario Kart every now and then. I yell on Twitter a lot. <laughs> hey, me too. I'm, I'm the world's angriest man on Twitter. Um, but going back to the Xfinity race, so Tyler Reddick ends up winning this race in very dramatic fashion. We had him and Cole Custer just running the high side the entire time. I think Reddick definitely got into the wall off four, I believe, late in the race and still ended up getting around Custer and into turn one. It was unbelievable the racing that they were getting into. Custer completely boofed it, I think, with like 10 to go and got into the wall. He was making up some, some, uh, some ground there. But, I mean, in the end of the day, Tyler Reddick ends up winning the championship with six wins on the season. And I think the big three had a total of what? 22? 22 out of the 33 wins. Wow. Dang. Yeah. Literally two thirds, <laughs> and they said this is the Kyle Busch Invitational Series. Get out of here! Oh man, well, it's gonna be Kyle so Bush exciting. Didn't win, like four of his five starts. Well, okay. hold on, just a second. relax. <laughs> Brandon Jones yeah. also won a race, okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> People forget that. There, wow, this is a crazy statistic. So apparently, according to Racing Reference, there were uh seventeen hundred and seventy-seven green flag passes during the Xfinity race. Seventeen seventy-six. Seventeen seventy-seven. <laughs> We, are All, we were already the champs at that point. Uh, and 10.8 per green flag lap. That is, a, that is an awesome number. That's really uh, crazy. <laughs> apparently, Motor. during the cup race, though, it was better. It Small was uh, 3,367 and 13.4 per green flag lap. Of course, we wouldn't know that at home, considering they only showed five cars on the track. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> Brad, so you actually got to see some of the racing. So, I mean, were there really that many passes going on during the cup race? Going back, there to was it. straight up like people were like donating to UNICEF from like fifteenth <laughs> through like twenty seventh in the field. I mean, it was all if your loved one was diagnosed with mesothelioma, everybody was just on top of each other, <laughs> eating like the sides off. Like it was amazing. It was amazing. Except the only thing I have to say is this is the first homestead race since probably. 2004 in any of the three series where not a single mark was left on the outside wall. That's ridiculous. I can verify that. I, was that 2004? I feel like that was a wreck fest. That was Kurt Busch. Uh, yeah, no, that was a tire, Kurt Busch right? tire. That happened right in front of me. That was. But that nobody was ripped the fence. Hmm. That tire almost ripped the fence. I do yeah. remember that thing just rolling. That was <laughs> an awesome race. Um, all right. And Christopher Bell, once again, just doesn't win a championship, wins the most races this season, just doesn't win a championship. Yeah. I, I just, I, I don't know. I guess it, uh, he'll do better now that it's at Phoenix or ISM. Sorry. I didn't mean to piss on the ISM gods. I, th I really thought Christopher Bell was going to be the guy to get the first uh, championship and every, all the three series, but psych nope. you thought I don't, there's still, I don't think anyone else that can really do it at this point. Kyle Bush um, can go back and run trucks. Yeah, well, one day. <laughs> if he just said, you know what, whatever, I'm just going to run trucks. Yeah. 
championship. I'm pretty sure he could do it with his eyes closed. Absolutely. Oh, for sure, yeah. He could do last to first challenge just to make it fair. <laughs> oh, the Ed Soundhead challenge. Nice. <laughs> All right. Um, so speaking of trucks, uh, let's go ahead and move on to that real quick. Um, I actually am embarrassed to say I didn't watch this race. I was out. How dare you? Oh, whatever. I, I told the bar that I was at to put the race on, and they said, no. There were only two TVs, so I couldn't force them. And uh, I ended up coming home, and I was like, okay, cool. I'll just watch the replay. Immediately, I turn on the TV, and they're showing Crafton as the champion. I was furious. <laughs> so, classic, classic forgetting to record <laughs> the race. Um, Austin Hill ends up winning it. Um, so thoughts on this one, Crafton ends up winning, like being the only champion that doesn't win the race or win a race all season, only at seven top fives all year. Um, I don't, I don't even know. Like I current, like, obviously I think that this, um, playoff setup is stupid in trucks. It's exciting, but it's stupid. Yeah. I mean, with only 22 races, you really don't get the best four teams usually at Homestead. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it. I mean, it's shown over the last couple of years that it works with Xfinity and Cup, unless, I guess, if you're the 2018 Xfinity playoffs and you wreck <laughs> on the first lap of the final, of the first two races of the round of eight. But besides that, I mean, that's part of it, <laughs> I guess. But, like, yeah, 22 races, that's, that's how much F1 has next year, I'm pretty sure. And is it 22 or 23 races? Anyways, like, I feel like so, these long points could work. And what you're work. saying is F1 should have a playoff system next year. To be That's fair, that would get me to watch Abu Dhabi. <laughs> I'm going to watch Abu Dhabi. I'm so excited for that race. The shit show we just saw last weekend. Well, I some of us that race. have a, uh, a football game to enjoy the night before and will not be um, up. Oh man, I am actually telling all my friends they should go to that game because I think we're going to upset UF, but that's neither here nor there. Um... Yeah, I, I just, for this one, again, I think that the playoff system for trucks is not necessary. People are like, oh, well, you already have it in two series. Just have it in the third. It's like, cool, just be a sheep, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Dude, I mean, just like, regurgitate anything. Yeah, no, congrats to Crafton. He played the system perfectly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, like, he got hot at the right time, which was yeah. the last race. <laughs> Damn straight. He didn't, did he he not, didn't even I get hot the last race. <laughs> <laughs> he just finished <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Hey, but yeah, so congrats to Crafton, but earned it. Shout out to Menards for getting championship in Paul Menards' final uh, full-time weekend. So, yeah, full circle, I guess. Were you there for that race? Uh, I was working. I was working uh, because we had to find tires. Ah. And uh, so I was scrounging around the Truck Series pit lane while also watching it on the Jumbotron and yelling at the Melon Man. Yeah, I was pulling for Ross Hart. I mean, I'm glad he got second, but if anything, that yeah. just makes it sting a little more. <laughs> yeah, he drove the piss out of it, but I got to give it to those Atori guys. Uh, I yeah. looked up and I have verified with the Atori people that the truck that he won with, uh, Austin Hill won with, has been undefeated. Really? Oh. That truck, that oh, chassis that? is undefeated. Holy crap. Uh, I think, let me see, I think it was the Michigan... Um, Vegas. It was Vegas, yeah. yeah. And I think last year Homestead. So wow, nice. That is an undefeated truck. What's crazy about that? That was Austin Hill's first stage win of the year. Damn, and yeah, wow. First, I thought I could have because he'd won three races before. 
That's why I assumed yeah. he would have gotten one, but I guess not. Well, to to recap the the final homestead weekend, uh, the final Ford uh, championship weekend of all yes. time. I hope. I really the saddest hope thing of all time. That is not the final time ever. I really hope they get this rotating finale system implemented. Mm-hmm. That would be uh, sick, especially since ISM was not good. I think I. I mean, ISM has shown it can be good with big motor, small blades. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think the playoffs will be good as a one-three-three system, but I think I've been complaining about that one, all three, year. One-three-three or four-three-three? No, you, you one-three-three, like one race elimination, then three race, three race, three race finale. Oh, one-three-three-three. Oh, okay. that first weekend is gonna make me want to kill myself. No, 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 because <laughs> you don't eliminate all sixteen drivers. You only have like drivers one through eight, and the points are safe, and then drivers nine through sixteen are competing because they're the ones who weren't uh, good enough to be. I can already scr- hear people <laughs> screaming, gimmick. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. And this one wasn't. <laughs> no, it all is. But like, as far I, I, as I'm concerned, the sport is uh, is built off of gimmicks. Everybody's yeah. like, man, bring back that Saturday night short track race. And you want to know what the main event for every Saturday night short track is? Field night inverts. Destruction. <laughs> ah, yes, of That's course. It. Everything's yes. like literally every sport's a gimmick. Why does the F1 winner get 25 points? Why is Touch, why are touchdowns worth six points? Every, why is there a two-minute warning? Right, yeah. Why is it's, there a halftime? Why is there a Kia Sportage halftime show or whatever it was called? Genesis, The Infinity halftime show. The Genesis halftime show. <laughs> yeah, why do we have sponsors. overtime? Why can't we just have ties? Yeah. I'm fine with ties. Soccer does it, and Europe seems to be doing good. Why, There's no economic crisis over there. to put everyone on foot and let them race the rest? <laughs> I just say let them qualify in their rental cars. Right? <laughs> so, no, I mean... I don't know. I, put me into the the backup car. That's I fine. definitely have incentive to watch each race in its existence in its entirety with this system. So I would really hope you'd watch all race in its existence. Yes, <laughs> of course. Mm-hmm. Classic. Um. All right, Kevin, you ready for the F one minute? Uh. Oh yeah, F one did happen. Yeah, it's the F one minute, and there was a race, and it was absolutely banana sandwich. Yeah, my bad um, for leaving the play tennis. <laughs> yeah, no, Pierre. I can't believe that you left to go play tennis while there was an F1 race on in the morning. I, I watched for the first half. I was like, championship's already over. I'm not going to miss anything. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, but I was <laughs> so just cracked out for racing. I was like, please, I need something else. Like, yeah. And it was a good race. Max Verstappen ends up winning it from the pole. Um, but it was definitely more than that. There was just a lot of drama going on. So first of all, the Ferrari teammates hate each other now, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, who was it? Vettel and Leclerc got into it, and I don't know who to blame there. I'm gonna blame uh, Vettel, but um, it definitely was uh, wacky. And then after everything that happens, Pierre Gasly gets <laughs> on the podium. Oh, Pierre yeah. Gasly has Dude. finished second in a Formula One race, and, and Carlos Sainz and Carlos Sainz got on podium. <laughs> it was a technicality on the podium, but it was on the podium no less. So um, with two to go or three to go, Lewis Hamilton got into um, Alexander Albon, who was on pace for his first ever podium and (laughs) um, got a, I think it was like a five second penalty or something um, Mm -hmm. preposterous, but he ends up finishing in seventh. It's like the first time he hasn't been on a podium in God knows how long. And I um, honestly didn't think it deserved a penalty. Albon lived. Oh, he, he arced in there so wide, and like Alwan kind of himself. I'm be I'm honest. fine with it for the chaos. Kimi Raikkonen. No, yeah, I'm perfectly fine with it for the chaos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anto- Antonio Giovinazzi has been finished. Oh yeah, 
Like Giovinazzi, I don't even think had scored like more than one point in a yeah, single race all year. year. The only time I saw him running in points all year was at Spa, and then he wrecked out on the last lap. Antonio Giovinazzi scored ten points in this race. Wow, he has fourteen points on the entire season. Badass. He more than doubled <laughs> the whole season. It was just points. this today. <laughs> he passed Roman Grosjean, Romain Lettuce for seventeenth in points. Like that's just awesome. My uh, favorite part about this entire like fiasco in my opinion is the fact that Toro Rosso with a mm-hmm. Renault engine got a podium before Nico Hulkenberg in a Renault. Wait, they still oh, run Renault? They're not Honda? They're Honda now. I was oh, going to say they're, they're and Honda. And it was the Red Bull is with a Renault then. No, I think they both switch over to Honda no, this year. Yeah, they're Oh wait, I'm then it was McLaren Renault. There you go. That yes, makes sense. It is yeah. McLaren Renault. Yeah, I know. Carlos That's Sainz a good point, the, actually. Got the podium. <laughs> I honestly Nico Hulkenberg. Thought, yeah. I honestly thought that like if anyone on McLaren was gonna get it, it would be Lando. But I mean, shouts out Carlos Sainz. He's at, no, I, I think like he was in last better. place at one point in that I think he, he was started literally last. he started in last. Yeah, it's unbelievable. One of the most yeah. preposterous races I've seen in a long time. And it all started with um just a couple draw like Valtteri Botas. Just um, blowing up his hydraulics, and then Vettel and Leclerc. We got two restarts late. I thought the race was. This is, I think, F one for entertainment purposes should implement a mandatory three out of the top six cars that can actually win the race have to get out each race. That'll <laughs> that'll spark some excitement. No, hey, you, if you win a stage, you're eliminated. About it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about it. I'm absolutely about that. Whatever to make it more exciting. But I am gonna watch Abu Dhabi this week. I'm excited for that. Uh, Yas Marina, or is it not Abu Dhabi? Yas it Marina. is Yas Marina, Abu Dhabi. Yas Marina. All right, perfect. Exactly. All right. Well, I'm gonna watch that because that's the last real racing I get besides the snowball derby, and I think the Chile dude. Should I go Chile to the snowball like last next year? Yeah, it's only oh. three hours away from me and Tally. Do it. I'm actually going to the snowball. Ooh. Oh hell yeah, dude! I think Kyle Busch is gonna go. And race. Yeah, he posts. He'll be there. I know Chandler Smith is throwing it. I think it is. And Rafa, I'm big, and, uh, big fan. Of Rafael Lease. Oh, he, him too. I know Harrison Ooh. Burton's running it. Corey LaJoy's running it. Do they have the entry list on Racing Reference? I yes, wonder. they do. I believe. If I get a while, I'm there, looking. I'll go. Yeah, I don't see it yet. They have V8 at least, so uh, you know, if I was worried about that. All right. You guys ready for some awards then? Yeah, I'm hyped. I got my, my form it. pulled up here. All right. Welcome to the 2019 LTLN Award Show. We are brought to you by... Flex tape? No. Flex no, seal. Flex Glue. Proud <laughs> sponsor of Stephen Light. Quotation marks. Quotation marks. We're not actually sponsored by anyone. I just wanted to say something. Um, yeah, actually, I'm curious because you were actually um, – I watched a John Tron video the other day. And I was wondering uh, – you got to meet that man, didn't you? Uh, so, okay. I was so busy and so hot. Oh. like At the end of the day, I was in the hauler. Or no, before the race, I was in the hauler, and I was sitting next to this dude, and I'm like, in my head, I've seen this guy before. (laughs) And then I'm like, dude, I used to be in a GIF like three days ago. (laughs) And I'm like, dude, I didn't want to go up to him and be like, dude, you're the guy that I used a GIF the other day. (laughs) Dude, you're literally in a GIF I used on my Twitter. (laughs) Yeah, like, like, it was like well-produced, so I know, obviously, it's not like a, like a, like not like just you just recorded it on your phone like this yeah. is like serious but then i don't want to say anything so i was like you know what let me just not <laughs> it's the really thing, awesome the only thing i said to him that day is please can you hand the roll <laughs> so god bless 
Oh man, it's the second. That's I think the the I'm now the second most important person this year to interview Garrett Smithley. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, so I think that's I think it's pretty cool. It's a podium finish. He didn't interview him, so you can take that crown. Uh, I guess. Fair. I guess I'm the second most important person to interact with Garrett Smithley this year. I was very nice to him, unlike other drivers. Oof. Meanies. All right. So first things first. Um. I want to go ahead and just thank a bunch of people who have uh, helped us get to this point this season. First things first, our original co-host, uh, Nolan, you know, obviously we miss you a lot, dude, but thank you for everything you've done for this podcast. want to shout out Alex uh, for being joining us midway through the season, being our third co-host. Brad for coming on now twice. Thank you, Brad. Kevin for being my partner in crime all season. There's a bunch of people I need to shout out. Nicholas, my editor, uh, who else? Who else? Oh, Jordan Pont, our F1 correspondent, who we will have on in about two weeks. Um, I want to shout out my big crabs for like coming on to talk Marvel movies with us. Which, Brad, are you a Marvel nerder? Uh, I am a bandwagon. Okay. Uh, are you a Star Wars Marvel guy? Nerd. I am. I'm not either. I am uh, very well, much reality or altered reality. Fair. Well, Watchmen fits in that, so there you go. Um, Black Mirror is yeah. pretty good. Um, I want to shout out Crabs, though, for everything. I just want to shout out all the fans, especially, for sticking through uh, uh, everything this season and just following our wacky schedule. Whether we release an episode on Monday or we release an episode on Friday for the preview, you guys have been here uh, through thick and thin through 44 or so episodes. And I want to also shout out uh, Alex from Fail Race. I still can't believe we interviewed him. That's (laughs) sick. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you know Fail Race? Dude, I've followed those videos since I was like a fetus. Dude, he is the he's the man. We interviewed for him for an hour and he was really cool. So go back and check out that episode. It was actually All our right. best interview besides our one with Garrett. Um and obviously, like, you know, uh, I want to also shout out Garrett Smithley, Austin Terrio. Um, who else do we have that I'm forgetting? I'll edit it in later. Matthew Sliced. Um, Matthew Slice, our, <laughs> first, our first interview with Matthew Slice, accidentally. We, I went to a race and I just, I just walked up to him and we did a two-minute interview. He's a very nice guy. Oh, uh, I he, don't know if he's going to be back next season. That's a good question that I'll ask uh, next month when we interview our potential IndyCar driver. But I will, Fair. I'll, I'll release that info later. So let's start with the. Um, awards and i guess we could definitely start with our favorite interviewee this year or inner person we've interviewed this year so kevin i don't know about you but i without making uh brad feel uncomfortable i'm gonna just go ahead and say brad was our favorite get the hell out of here nah, <laughs> no our mad. favorite for me it was actually it was honestly alex from fail race like okay, i was about to say like <laughs> like that was just just for the nostalgia Nostalgia reasons of the fact that I've been watching his videos for five years and then we, we got him on. That was probably like my like giddiest moment. Steve Luvender was a lot of fun too. I can't believe we got Steve. Steve was fun. Steve's, Steve's a really nice guy. Steve still interacts with me on Twitter. So actually, I want to say this. So when the Jimmy Johnson news um, broke, uh, he actually DM'd me and asked me if that was the news I was trying to break to him about a driver retiring. Um, nope. That I was trying to tell him, and I told him, no, that wasn't it. And then I just I spilled the, the beans, and he hasn't responded yet. So I don't know if he's sitting on it or not. Oh, he's sitting on it hard. He's sitting. On, he's trying to get more sources. He's like, these guys are idiots. They confuse me with Nick Bromberg. We heard him in person. <laughs> oh, my God. We, we heard this driver in person blatantly scream that he's retiring. But no, Alex, for me, was my favorite. But Steve was definitely high up there, too. That was a lot of fun. We got to do our random random picks with Steve. Which Kevin's one for one on the season. Yes, I, I'm one for Finish. one in my career, and I'm retiring. 
<laughs> Brad, have you ever done uh, uh, Steve's uh, random race generator? Uh, I have, and I've never won. So I'm just gonna go ahead I, and not do it dude, ever again. Wow, you got you you stank. Me and Kevin both have one win so far this season. I got Truex, Damn. I think, at uh, Martinsville. I've gotten like nothing but premium and Rick Ware cars. So I just oh, can't. dude. The R R W R cars, let's go, dude. Rick Ware. They just know where I'm located. <laughs> they know exactly what's going on. Rick Ware, I did not realize was running IMSA. Finished in or not IMSA, um, GT two. No sir. There was a race Asian Le Mans series. Thank you. Yeah, he ends up. His team finished in second at Fuji. That was awesome. I really wish I had actually watched the it was entire actually Shanghai race. too. But yeah, it was Shanghai. I thought it was Fuji. Shanghai International Circuit. Do I know anything? Absolutely not. <laughs> Thanks, Twitter. <laughs> I want to also give a shout out for Johnny Racer giving me inf incorrect information on Twitter for that um, <laughs> screw up. So thank you, Johnny Racer24. <laughs> Got him. All right. Um, so let's actually do uh, some awards here. So first things first. Let's, uh, so I've got here, we got our controversy of the year. What was your guys' favorite controversy that we had this season? We want to go uh, snake style on this. I don't really care. Just whoever wants to go first on this one. My biggest controversy this year is that I think that the entire package stunk, but that's not controversy. That's an opinion. <laughs> wow, I just realized I spelled surprising wrong. Nice. <laughs> I noticed you did, but I didn't care. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's thinks, Microsoft Word thinks bra is incorrect also, which is very much a bra moment. Um, uh, I don't know if this would be... No, I feel like this would be kind no, of controversy. I got one. A uh, a former guest guest interviewee on this podcast, Garrett Smithley. I feel like his whole run from Vegas to Kansas was uh, pretty controversial. The whole mm. you know late model comment from Kyle Busch. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That was pretty controversial. Yeah. I'm gonna go with uh with Spingate 2.0 with Bubba Wallace and actually uh it, admission of guilt and then getting penalized. That was a pretty controversial moment and obviously very uh heavily scrutinized by the NASCAR community. People saying, ah, who cares? And others like kick him out and push him off a bridge or something. Just people were very, very uh separated on their opinions on uh Bubba's uh quote unquote cheating. Which shouts out Justin Allgaier for literally having the same issue and not spinning out on purpose mm -hmm. during the finale. <laughs> Bubble Walls would never. <laughs> Brad, you got anything? All right. Well, my controversy of the year is the premium gate. Ooh. Oh, so, uh, the Homestead one? Yeah. That is not getting so, talked about near enough. Yeah. Okay. And I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I'm going to say it. Uh, okay, I'll explain it, and then I'm going to say it. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> Basically, what had happened is is there's an owner's championship uh, for the teams that are not chartered. So, like, let's say uh, the way that it's paid in is, let's say only 37 cars show up to a cup race. There's three spots that are getting purse, and mm -hmm. they're not awarded. So, they go into this pool so that every time – at the end of the year, you you pick from that pool. And I think it's upwards right now of, like, a million bucks around there. Whoa. So the winner of the non-chartered points wins that. So Jay Robinson's 27 car was second in points. Ross was driving. And then the 96 Gaunt Brothers car was leading. I think it was like by eight points. So going into Homestead, they, um, the, after the retirement with, I don't know who retired from the race, but I think somebody retired. And then Bubba Wallace retired. Or he, was, he went like so many laps down. 
And then I think we had uh, Joe Nemechek in the 15. Yeah. So Jay Robinson had asked the 15 and the 77 to park so that it can put like more of a points buffer between him and the 96. And then after that, it wasn't enough. So they asked the Rick Ware 52 to do it. I'm assuming there's like money being split here. Mm-hmm. And uh, with that, it gave Ross enough to uh, secure the points championship. So Jay Robinson won the money and not Count Brothers. That's preposterous because Drew Herring shouts out in his first ever uh, cup race, finished 29th there and still couldn't get it done. That's, uh, I mean, I'm going to well, put some I respect not... on Drew Herring. Like, he yeah, did what he yeah. had to do. Exactly. I'm going to put some respect on Jay Robinson because you know what? It may seem messed up. Man's got to eat. Gotta do, yeah, yeah, you, you got to eat. We got to eat out here. This is dog <laughs> eat dog, you know? I can see why there's less like uh, out outcry for this, considering I had no idea this even happened. Yeah, so. yeah this is there more was like, like one person on Reddit about it, but uh, there there was one person screaming on Reddit about it. It, it was a guy yeah. whose uh, screen name was probably um, works for Gombros. It, it yeah. was Bont. It was Bont Guthers on on, uh, <laughs> on Reddit. He was freaking out. Um, Honestly, that's the race I was watching the whole race, like that last car battle, which is basically what yeah. it is. Dude, and... that's why I follow Brock Beard. <laughs> dude, he, that's, he, that's my dude right there. He, he's the man. Dude, I just saw um, three before February today. I, I've been going though. through a lot of his movies, honestly. They're, they, they are fantastic. All right, so let's move along to our um, – let's go to our most cringe moment of the season. And um, for me, this one's very easy. It was pretty much any time uh, DW pretty much opened his mouth, it felt like. <laughs> Although I'm not gonna lie to you, um, it's tough between him and Rick Allen at the end of the season because Rick Allen almost gave me a heart attack during the Xfinity race. He yelled, um, "The double oh, Cole Custer was his- spinning!" Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, I was like, "What?" I'm literally looking at him. They were showing Cole Custer on TV, and it was like the double zero is spinning. I'm like, "What? Are we on a delay?" Oh, but god. um, I felt like we we had a couple of um unfortunate instances of uh the vortex theory being brought up again and um it's real i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) it's called the the very real the very real completely scientifically proven vortex theory my favorite mine's gotta be uh i forget maybe it was texas rick allen on i don't know if it was a practice or qualifying or during the race but someone referenced the 79 daytona 500 and he did not know what happened there Oh yes, oh. of course. And I'm like, that's literally like Joe Buck not knowing what happened in Super Bowl three. Wow. What happened but... in Super Bowl three, Kevin? Uh AFC. I know what happened. I know what happened in Super Bowl. <laughs> I just hate talking about it because it's the Jets. Oh my god. Yeah. But like, how do you not that's literally the most iconic uh, arguably the most iconic race in NASCAR history. NASCAR would not that's be true. where it is today without that race and to not know what happened as a lead commentator. For one of the two <laughs> broadcast stations that currently broadcast the sport. That's pathetic. That's pretty sad, it's, yeah. It, it's, I kind of want to know what that was. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Thing. He, he sets, I think, like the wrong winner or something. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, no, it's kind of course, hard to know who won that, that race. No, Richard no. Petty won that race. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it was a joke. That was a joke. <laughs> but that it's like one joke. of those things where you don't really remember who won that yeah. race because you were so fixated on the fight. That's fair. Like, everybody forgets who won the 2008 uh, Rock and Roll 400. Uh, Don't tell me. 
No, that was that was Boyer. Yeah, you're right. That was Boyer. Yeah. <laughs> I know you want to like thinking because that was a race that. that Denny Hamlin led 381 laps and then just completely pooped the back. Oh, I'll right. remember that. You forever. remember that though. I'll remember that. I don't give a shit about Dale Jr. spinning, and I don't give a shit that it was Kyle. Bain I actually don't know who won the spin gate race. Um, that one was. I know Montoya was like actually going to win his first. No, he was so oh, close right. to winning. It was that Kevin Harvick. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was Kevin Harvick. Oh man, um, that's painful. I wanted to also say um, a kind of a cringe-worthy mo- moment. I think it was this year. Was it – like, I, I, it's in all good spirit. I, was it this year that Steve Byrne's son was on doing gridwalk a lot? Uh, he's done it the last few all He does it at the races. All-Star race, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they do it at the All-Star race, and they had the money, and drivers kept picking up the money, and it was oh. obviously fake. I think that was this year. But all, to be fair, that feels like decades ago. Like – yeah, that, it was this I, year's All Star race, but he's done it the last like three of them. It's yeah. a, it's very, very like it's sweet, and I do like Steve Burns' son. Like it is really like a sweet tribute that they do. But it's like, oh man, the driver's picking up the money after the second time. I was like, please stop, please Joey just tell them the don't touch cringy him. one, man. Joey <laughs> was oh, like, oh my god, Joey is the weirdest. <laughs> do you hear? God. Um, like I, I, I'll, I'll talk about it later. But Joey's just oh man. Uh, Carl Edwards actually won that race. It's been great. No, see, no one even remembers. <laughs> no one even remembers. <laughs> Brad, did you, you? You said yours, right? Oh no, I haven't. Uh, oh, okay. I gotta say the Natalie Decker hat thing. Oh, <laughs> that was just. I literally dude. forgot about that. I was actually gonna name that my fight of the year. I don't know what. Dude, I, <laughs> that was, was the cringiest thing ever, dude. Like that was she, the, that was so funny. I, I I couldn't stop laughing, and I I had asked Spencer about it, and I was like, man, like. What was what even happened? And he goes, dude, I was just trying to tell her something, and she got really mad. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's she could have so done funny. anything. Oh my goodness, that was that was very funny. He was legit trying to apologize. That's like my second favorite gift of the season, honestly, God. Oh, man. What's number one? Um, oh, Brandon Jones winning, obviously. Oh, oh true. Oh, minus Garrett getting like getting his ass packed at the uh, roll on that one. <laughs> <laughs> that is <laughs> completely no ass offense. Ass. No offense, Karen. No, that we was love hilarious to watch because it was on like a blimp funny. camp. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that is great. Uh, if only we had GIF of the Year, that would. Oh, oh man. Well, Garrett wins GIF of the Year. I didn't even put that on. <laughs> Plus. So sorry, Garrett. Uh, our next award, we're going to go up the list. So we've done guest of the year. Um, we'll skip that one for now. We'll do hot take of the year. So, um, Kevin, I think you had a pretty bad hot take earlier in the season. about. Um, oh, is hot take of the year that I had in the past or hot take now? No, hot take of the year that we've had Ooh. in the past. That clearly uh, was very bad. Let me know. I mean, didn't you say that straight up Daniel Suarez and Will Byron were going to win races here? Oh, <laughs> Ooh. Did I? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that I could go dig that up from episode. Yeah, one. well, Byron was close. <laughs> Byron, Byron was, was very close. Byron yeah. would have won Sonoma if Chad Canales didn't play the point game. Definitely, definitely my worst hot take of the year. I'll die Kyle on Larson that hill. Kyle Larson yeah. the 21 was my worst hot take of the year. That's, I don't even know, I, I don't I know even, yeah. where that was coming from. I don't, I don't know even why. know what that I, was coming from. That was coming from the fact that I – well, I was correct on part of my prediction that Paul Menard was done after this year, but I was incorrect with who was going to replace him. You know, I just thought that, oh, well, Brad Keselowski is older than I thought he was. He'll just 
retire soon. Nah. <laughs> and they'll just put Kyle. They'll just groom Kyle Larson. I forgot that he's a Chevy boy. <laughs> yep. Chevy boy till I die. Um, Brad, did you have a bad hot take this year that we have, would have no proof of? Uh, I have no remembrance of the last. <laughs> this man doesn't races. even know what happened four weeks ago. I really don't. What was four weeks ago? I was probably there too. <laughs> Martinsville, I think. <laughs> I wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> I say a recent bad hot take of mine was I, in the last episode we we recorded. We were talking about our championship predictions and mm. brought that crap, and I was like, "Just stop right there. Stop fucking wanting it." Oh and yeah, sure that was that was a bad hot take because yeah. I think it, I had a hot take that Austin Hill wasn't going to win any races, and I was definitely mm. wrong. Ooh. Yeah, you were wrong not once, but but three times. Whew. Four. That's tough. Murdered. Uh, no, he had three wins. Two, four. Uh, wrong again. Uh... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> looking right now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. That was four wins. At it, at it. <laughs> All right, whatever, Kevin. Uh, Never God, question. What? Have you not learned to not question me on staff? Shut Anthony? up, Kevin. He had more <laughs> wins quiet. than Johnny Sauter this week. I mean, this year. Well, he also had more wins than him last weekend too. So you're not wrong yep. about that statistic either. That's true. Damn. <laughs> damn. Damn. Do be damn, like damn. that. Really do be like that. Um. So, uh, speaking of Martinsville that I mentioned earlier, let's go ahead and do our favorite fight of the year. Let's go ahead and get that one going. So we've, it's, it's been tough to remember some of the fights that, that happened. I mean, the Natalie Decker one is absolutely hilarious. It's not really a fight, but it's definitely, definitely one of the more ridiculous I think Rock'em Stock'em Boyer is probably my favorite. <laughs> that was probably my least favorite fight. That was that's, so, it definitely that was so produced stupid. my favorite gif. That is a great gift. That yeah. is. I, I think for me, my favorite fight this year had to have been the McDowell versus Suarez UFC showdown. Yeah. That one was great. I wish that we had more John West Townley uh, Gallagher type fights where drivers are throwing each other down. Once on once track. in a generation, we're blessed with with that. So maybe another 20 years. I can't I, I can't wait for uh, Kevin Harvick's son and uh, Kyle Bush's son to fight each other on the track. It's going to be great. Oh, yeah. Um, Brad, what was your favorite fight of the year? Uh, my favorite fight was not on the track. Ooh. It was not even at the racetrack. Oh, I know what this one is. <laughs> oh, Alex probably told you. Oh, no, no, no. Wait, then we're not oh. talking about the same one then. Okay, it was, um, it was Kansas, um, on the Stuart Hoffs chartered flight. <laughs> no. Oh, okay, I don't know about this at all. Wait, the most recent Kansas or the one in the spring? <laughs> the most recent Kansas. Okay. I don't know about this at all. Between, between the fueler of the double zero car whose car wasn't even affected in any of this <laughs> and our like one of the crew guys on the four car who wasn't even in relation to what happened on track as we all know <laughs> garrett smithley our lord and savior of course said, our messiah said that i'm going to be the pace car of the, <laughs> the lead of the race and and we all were kind of just like uh all right pack her up <laughs> <laughs> and then we, <laughs> no, we didn't fight it. Like nothing happened. Uh, what should we call it? Uh, the uh, the '98 crew chief. Uh, I think it was Richard Boswell went to our hauler and was like screaming, and then our competition director was like, "Please stop! Like, <laughs> <laughs> please stop!" And then we go onto the plane and we take our seats, 
and the the guy some guy from double zero we knew it was from the double zero because he wasn't wearing any 98 stuff he goes to our guy and he goes are you lost <laughs> and we're just like no <laughs> no we're on the same flight yeah, we're on the same flight he goes well i get paid to be here you you gotta pay we're like we work here. We don't pay for anything. He was, he was so bad. I'm sorry. Like, can you name any actives, bro? Like, <laughs> he was so bad. And I thought it was oh really funny. Oh, my God. Dude. That's great. He went to us the next week. And he was, like, doing the same thing, like, staring at him. And I could not stop laughing when he was just jabbing at us. <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't say a word to me because he just knew Ooh. I was just going to laugh. I'm going to make a new award here. The Certified Hardo of the Year. Presented by oh. Brad Perez. Oh, the guy's name is Mig. I'm gonna, I'm gonna name drop him. Mig. Oh like man, hell yeah, That's hell hard. yeah. I want to also give a shout out to a fight that almost happened between Mike Harmon and Michael Annette at the Applebee's. Um, hell that yeah. should have happened. That should have happened. <laughs> Mike Harmon is a homie, dude. Mike Harmon's a certified G. I would not mess with Mike Harmon at all. Straight up, he did 200 laps in like 80 degree weather at Phoenix, and Insane. he only needed like two bottles of water afterwards. About it, dude. That is, he's a camel gangster. Then. That, that's a camel. <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> that's why his gut's so huge. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my goodness! I love Mike Harmon so much. Um. All right. So moving from that, we got. Uh, do you guys have a favorite commercial from 2019? Uh, I am a big fan uh, of the Simbacourt commercials because I put it on mute and I just yell, "You listen here, you old shit." Uh, <laughs> my favorite commercial of the year was the commercial during the race that lets you know that there's a race next week. Oh, yeah, oh yes, one. of course. With Michael Rooker. Yep. Oh yep. yeah. No, I was a big, I, I like Michael Rooker. I hope they actually bring him back for next season. I know what you nice. mean, Brad. <laughs> 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 but yeah. no, speaking of Michael Rooker, I really did think NBC knocked out of the park with him. Uh, his, I loved his promos. Yeah. He's my favorite character in the Marvel movies. He's dead. Shut up! He, he, <laughs> oh no! He's Mary Poppins, bitch. Spoiler. Um, <laughs> he's dead. God. I, yeah, I mean, I like it whenever there's unique commercials. We haven't not, had like, too many unique, like, good. No, I mean, like, unique promos. Like, Fox is like the same generic thirty seconds of race clips, and then black screen with whatever race is on next, and where NBC is like. Pocono has three different angles, and if you got to be a mathematician, <laughs> they are check the triangle. See you next week on Fox. Yeah, I, don't yeah, know. No, I like Fox I like uniqueness. It makes me, as a consumer, more aware of what's going on. I feel like it for consumers that are not as into it as me, but it'll still oh, get them a little bit interested. My computer just starts screaming at me. I just plug something into it. I, I can't think of any other like actual NASCAR commercials off the top of my head. Yeah, usually Coca-Cola has like a They didn't have any it felt like this year. One. I feel like yeah. they used an old one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's one from last year, I, like game day, race day. Whatever. Yeah, the, the thing yeah. No, they did. They they used that damn commercial where everyone's eating the food and Sam Elliott's saying, Hum, what? Yeah, that one. Yep. <laughs> Which I'm ninety percent sure that is Sam Elliott, but I don't know who that is. Uh, the guy from uh, the bowling alley at the end of Big Lebowski. That's literally the only one I can think that you might you know. Ever watched The Stars Born? Great movie, but I don't think Kevin's seen it. I know no. I've seen it. Sam Elliott was great in that movie. Yeah. It's like I'm I'm not ashamed to admit that I cried at the end of that movie. I'll get educated. <laughs> oh, <One day>. <laughs> 
<laughs> and that's karaoke on LTL. She's yeah. fast. She's fast on that beat. Dude, no, they played that uh, shit this weekend at, at a club, like belting it. I was like, oh, hell yeah. Um, all right, let's go ahead and move along to our most improved driver of 2019. This could be in any series, mm. trucks, Xfinity, and Cup. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of drivers that we could think of on this list, but I mean... I mean, most uh, improved year over year in any of the series, probably going to have to go with Austin Hill. Yeah, From Austin. Yeah, a guy who was... didn't win any races to four and <laughs> probably would have won the championship if it had not been for a format that really did not like his did not favor him round of six or whatever it was uh it was around i mean i thought when he got announced for that ride i was like i'm glad hattori has solid funding because the whole brett moffitt not showing up to chicago last year was a big worry Mm -hmm. uh so i was happy for that but the whole like oh wow just another pay driver and i'm like well i mean it's he brings a sponsor, so and he actually wins what he races, can. and he knows how to drive. So, like, mm-hmm. good for him, big boy. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, I mean, Austin Hill's a good pick. I was gonna go with uh, Ross Chastain, but I feel like we all saw this coming with him. We know he's good. I don't. Yeah, think we know. We already know he's good. And that's more like mean, glow up of the year. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> definitely seeing the watermelons getting smashed was uh, definitely a, a peak moment for me this yes. year. Yes. Um, trying to think. Who else? I got uh, mine. I... Okay, um, go for it. So I think most improved this year, I, I will give it to Todd Gillen. Okay, Ooh. that's fair. I, that's if you would have told me beginning of this year, Todd Gillen was going to be the first KBM driver to win, other than Kyle Busch, mm-hmm. I would have said... Or Greg Biffle. <laughs> wrong. Yeah, or oh, Greg wait, Biffle, even more. <laughs> I would have been like, wrong, no shot. Like, Harrison Burton's got him covered. But Todd, yep. I mean, I'm looking at his, his line right now. He had a 19th, 9th, 7th, 15th, 14th, 15th, 7th, 27th in the beginning of the year, and 5th, 2nd, 1st, like this Vegas Talladega Martinsville as soon as the playoffs started. So I, I think Todd has a has a good future going for him. I know he's not going to go the the great way right now with how things have panned out. But I think he's going to DGR. DGR, yeah. I don't think he's going to DGR, but he has a ride. He Ooh. has three poles on the season, which I did not yeah. in in trucks or Sunday. Uh, I cannot say. All right. Okay. We'll we'll, we'll cut a series. It is. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Todd Gillen to the five. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. Oh boy. Um, I feel like for me, I mean, we obviously knew this driver was good, but I think he blew up this season, and this is why he's ending up with a cup right next year. Cole Custer, like, really, yeah. really oh, showed yeah. up on the scene. He went from only having two career wins um, to I he won eight races, or he won seven this year. Seven or eight. Seven or eight. He, he blew up. He was part of the big three. He won a metric fuck ton of races this year, and, like, honest to God, he really was super close to being the champion this season. I thought he had it. Um, and just shouts out uh, Custer for ending up getting that ride. But honestly, RIP to uh, to Suarez in the 41. It, it was a it was a fun time when it lasted. We'll remember the good times. Like he was him. really good at Texas. And he was, was very good at wrecking Ryan Priest or Hemrick. <laughs> yeah, him and Hemrick, I swear, at least five times the season wrecked together. <laughs> There's always like uh, one. There was one of the three, he felt like. Um, yeah, no, I mean, that's just honest to God. Like, Cole Custer really showed that he, he's here He's here for good now. He's And he's going to be yeah. fun next year. He's got the best car out of the three. 
Well, unless Daniel Hemrick, mm. unless Daniel Hemrick all of a sudden, Hemrick. his car isn't as bad. At, Hemrick, sorry, um, Reddick all of a sudden decides no, his I mean, car isn't as bad. As Bell's it, as getting full JGR equipment, evidently. Okay, well, and I, I, I put the JGR equipment over SHR. You shut your mouth. You shut yeah. your mouth. You shut your mouth. That's fair. He's the fifth JGR car. Yeah, yeah. Jones is and it's still it's better. tough to be the fifth anything. Yeah, like or fourth anything even. Yeah, it's tough being the fifth husband in the relationship. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So going from most improved, absolutely just kind of pooped the bed this season and is our least improved driver and just kind of. Uh, I don't want to say his the name. The awards. I really hope he has a good 2020, and I don't want to give I'll any. say who I think it was. Daniel Hemrick right. just but like pooped the bed this year. Even though he probably deserved more time in, in Cup, he, he just did not do anything. I mean, he won Rookie of the Year. <laughs> oh, did, oh, he won Rookie yeah. of the Year? He won Rookie of the oh. Year. That doesn't... I don't know. Well, okay, well, Ryan Priest... I mean, RCR's yeah. not good. We know... Whatever. Or not as good as, you know, they have been in the past. But I'm going to go with a guy who is probably the most iconic name in the sport. Who oh, all go. three teammates did it. Oh, or who made the playoffs. Okay. I mean... Jimmy Johnson, let's be real. Yeah, but he made the playoffs, and he actually was no, he did a lot of oh, look as a Jimmy. He Johnson, didn't make the playoffs. He, he didn't make the playoffs. Oh, he did not make the playoffs. No. Oh, oh fuck me. Sorry. Yeah. See, look at my brains going. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, ever I... since he did not make the playoffs, he was doing he was doing just fine after that until he kept getting in wrecks that were not his fault. I mean. I, I can't believe I, I thought know. Jimmy made the playoffs. My brain is absolutely mush this he week. He barely beat Paul Menard on point. I took a 125 uh, question test. It absolutely fried my brain earlier this week. You got to give me some some time. Fair. He lost out to Daniel Suarez on points. That's mm. fair. Yeah. So that's fair. Daniel Suarez. I, I, I mean, we, I don't think we mentioned it. Probably now's a good time to mention it. Jimmy Johnson. Uh, no, 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 I, yeah. yeah. Jimmy Johnson is retiring <laughs> next season. Yes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And I guess we still haven't mentioned it also, but like it's been mentioned that Custer is taking over the 41. Do we know what Suarez is doing next season nope. yet? Nope. Oh, boy, uh, can't wait. I, Brad knows. heard some inklings of oh. where he could be going. But Rumor time? There's yeah. literally been rumors for every manufacturer. <laughs> well, He's I haven't going heard more manufacturers manufacturer. other than just teams. Like, I've heard so far, like, could be the RCR camp, mm-hmm. whether it be mm-hmm. the Petty car or the RCR, like, cup car. Yeah, um, I just saw today Bubba getting like a new helmet for 2020. Uh, that was yeah. Hard. Here's your parting that gift. Was, See you later. What's it called? Richard Petty. So I think he's good. He's, he's probably good. Maybe, he's gonna bring sponsorship no matter what. I feel like. Yeah, I mean, he'll worst case scenario, he ends more up than at Richard RCR Petty will and Xfinity. Honestly, that might be the best case scenario. Uh, worst case scenario, who he ends up at FRM. Dude, I actually I don't know, they, FRM is booked. Yeah, I was going to say, they are trying are to they? buy a charter, though. They're trying to buy a charter. Um, so, also, they're shutting down one of the teams. Yeah, because Tip's gone. Oh. Yeah, yeah, because one of my buddies just got laid off. So, oh. that's that's a thing Ooh. that's happening. I know where he's going. He's going to go to Floyd Mayweather's team. Oh, oh yeah. In the 50. Right. Thing. The 50 and 0 <laughs> car. Um, that was supposed to be Almondinger in that car. Dude, Homestead. I would be totally down really? for Almondinger at Homestead. It was supposed that to be that. Oh. Yeah. It was going to be an RCR back car. That well, it's sense, either always. It feels like if you have like a, a really 
driver, it's either going to be Allmendinger or Regan Smith. So, so are they going to try to show up for the 500? I hope uh, so. Well, they're supposed to be at Homestead, so who knows? Yeah. They'll figure it out. They'll be like Team Extreme and Starcom. Yeah. They'll figure That'll it out best. eventually. Yeah, <laughs> RIP. Until, until you like, like lose your trailer on purpose and then claim it as... It was stolen. Yep. Hey, man, that that's innocent until proven <laughs> guilty, man. Even though they've been proving guilty. <laughs> um, do, who was your least improved driver, Brad? Uh, I gotta just give it to Ty Dillon. Whoa, I was actually gonna give him a shout out for most improved because he won two stages. Oh man, Ty Dillon has he's done the exact same thing he did last season. Like, yeah, except he won two <laughs> stages this season. That's two times stage winner Ty Dillon. You. Put some oh respect God. on it. Jesus Christ. Put some respect. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He's, uh, yeah, well, I mean, he's also in the 13th car. Like, do we ever expect anything out of Jermaine Racing? Corey LaJoy got the same amount of top 10s as Ty Dillon. Oof. Well, Corey LaJoy is actually pretty good, so what you're saying is Ty Dillon is also pretty good. No, oh, and his car is also made out of paper mache. <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's also made out of his beard hair. People forget that. <laughs> That might be my paint scheme of the year, honestly. I, I, you want to move over to paint scheme of the year? Because yeah, uh, we can. Because I mean, Corey LaJoy's Daytona was absolutely hilarious. Paint scheme of the year. For me, it's always Ryan Blaney's 12 PPG. That always seems to win. But I want to give a shout <coughs> out to Bubba's 43 um, U.S. Uh, Air Force car. That yeah, car is that sexy. Was Seeing it in person was even better. I think I'm gonna have to go with. Boyer's blue death scheme, I want to say it was. What? Really? No, his peak peak scheme. I don't know. Really? It looked, it looked really good. It had a little lightning on it. I like that. The headlights huh. on the decals actually like it they, they were glowing. Like the decals on the on the nose, like where the headlights are, they were actually on. Really? <laughs> yeah, for the Martinsville really? car, if you look nice. it up right now. I'm looking it up right now. I'm actually curious about this because Really of... two. Yeah, it's not the blue def. That's not the one you're talking about, is it? Uh, peak lightning, I think. Peak is what yeah, that's I'm the looking. one that I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, the peak lightning's okay. I mean, I really would not put that. I, I liked there. it a lot. I think I'm very biased on it, but obviously De Benedetto's 95 barstool, uh, one bite, everybody knows the rules. That uh, car was yep. awesome. Oh, okay, no, actually the peak car is kind of nice. The more blue one is actually kind of nice. Oh, wait, no. The one that, that was glowing in the nighttime was the one that he ran at Bristol. Bristol, peak, okay. Peak, lightning, power vision, gold. Nice. Yeah. Okay, I guess like that makes more sense if it's a Bristol night race then. Because the car just doesn't look really anything that special, but it does make sense looking at it now if it was at night. The picture on J-Ski does not do it any justice. Yeah. Sad. Um, so that's yours. Uh, Brad is yours also, Clint Boyer. <laughs> No, it is Jim Jam's Darlington throwback. Ooh, yes. No, that is. That I is really hope Ally makes Ugh. that the primary. <laughs> oh, it's year. so hot. Yeah. Like that car in person just glowed, man. It was awesome. They did a great job on a lot of those throwback schemes this Purple season. Purple and orange. It, and white a lot of fun there. A, a criminally underrated color combo. I mean, and apparently dude, that car was also painted, not wrapped. Oof. You're kidding, Cause, really? Because of the Exalta right deal. Broken. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah, no, that actually does make sense looking at it now. God, that car was so sweet. Also, the 0-0 Sterling Marlin throwback was fire. Oh, oh dude, that one glowed, too. I love that one. Yeah, Smithfield 10, 
that one was great with Tony Stewart's uh, 2002 championship. I love that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to see. Like, the three car I thought was really nice. The, the, the RCR actually had some low-key fire paint schemes this season. Those really yeah, did I hope they bring – I know they're not going to bring back the gold next year because it's not – No, they are. They the just um, – really, Wait, yeah. really? Um, Like, they're doing the gold uh, Caterpillar car next year. Oh, oh, well, that's Caterpillar, though. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, you're talking but, about, like, the gold, like, the full gold three throwback. Yeah, like, what they're... Okay, yeah, I, I would hope they bring that back, but they probably won't, sadly. Yeah. Kurt Busch's was nice, even though it had nothing to do with an actual NASCAR. Yeah. <laughs> shame. Poor shame. All right, so let's go ahead and move along. So, next we've got... You guys want to do our Ryan of the Year? Sure. Well, I already know. I already know. Well, you don't know. Like, we have a lot of Ryans that did very well this year. Ryan Blaney won a race last I checked. Um, yeah. Ryan Shurex did a couple of races. You know, Ryan Newman almost won a race against Ryan Blaney. <laughs> um, uh, let's see. Ryan Reed is a person that existed. Uh, I don't think he did anything, but he exists. He went, he went on vacation. Yeah, Wait, good for run? him. He ran like one truck race, I'm pretty sure. For, yeah, DGR. At- yeah. At Vegas. No, oh, DGR is pretty much giving rides to anyone that shows up. They're like Netflix giving shows away. <laughs> oh, yes, you with $75,000. No, of course. Um, we had Ryan Repco making his debut this season and Ryan Vargas making his debut this season. I don't, I don't know. We got a lot of Ryans here. Say Did I miss any other? Uh, sure, yeah, whatever. Ryan Priest. Put some yes, respect on Ryan Truex. <laughs> I did put respect on Ryan Truex. He ran a couple races. I think he ran like four. It's almost as many as uh as our boy Repka. Let's see here. He uh, ran zero. He ran zero six expandy. So he's he did fine. You know, I I don't know what happened. Why he lost his full time run? Uh, money, money, fucking money, always money. Money, money, money. money. Nah, he ran four out of the two hundred laps. Almost <laughs> nice. <laughs> Kansas, classic Kansas. Yeah, he's oh, in the A car and he did that. Wow. That just um, blew up. I think that for this award, I think we're going to have to go ahead and give it to the driver that has actually interacted with us the most this year. I want to go ahead and give it to Ryan Vargas. So, Ryan Vargas on winning Ryan of the Year. Do we have any way to let him know he's won this award? I'm going to call Ryan. All right, cool. So, we're going to call Ryan and let him know that he won Ryan of the Year. All right, I'm putting him on speaker. Beautiful. I don't think he's going to be able to hear us at all, but it's okay. This is exciting. I'm pumped. <laughs> oh, three rings. He might not answer. Oh, he's definitely not answering. Hello. Oh, hello. Well, what's up? Good morning. Anyways, uh, <laughs> so I'm on left turns, loud noises right now, and uh, we're recording the podcast, and I'm here to inform you that you have won Ryan of the Year. You are officially Ryan of the Year, what? Ryan. You have won Ryan of the Year. I am the Ryan of the Year. You are the you Ryan. You have won of the it. Year. <laughs> I'm the won first it. official. Congrats. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. I, um, I'm honored. Um, you know, I got to say thank you to all my supporters. Um, my mom, uh, Phil Swift, um, great guy. Um, yeah. And yeah, that, that's it. Good. I mean, yeah, awesome. Wow, you're not even gonna thank me. You're a great roommate. Wow, I see how you. I see how you feel. Can yeah, can you well, let her? You know what? It it, it don't even matter. 
Wow. Okay, bud. Wow, 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 wow. That was right. Right. Are we live right now? We're live right now. We're live. Oh, cool. Hello. Hello. Hey, welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Okay, well, I'm honored. Thank you for the award. Um, I will cherish this. Um, if you could print something out, I'll put it over the over the TV in the living room. Wow. Oh, beautiful. That That is beyond what I thought this was going to get into. But okay, I'll do that. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. Bye, have fun, don't die. I will not die. I will try not to die at least. Sick. Peace. Okay, bye. <laughs> that was amazing. Oh my so glad god. I was here to witness every single there moment of that. <laughs> oh my god, our first official Ryan of the year. <laughs> wow. Oh my god, that was beautiful. Iconic. That was better than I could have ever expected. All right. Well, perfect. We've got our Ryan of the year. So moving along to our next award, <laughs> let's go ahead and do um let's go ahead and move along to our uh crash of the year. Uh, moving from Ryan of the Year to Crash of the Year. So we've, we've seen some pretty interesting wrecks this season, albeit um, most of them just kind of, I feel like less with this new package, but we, definitely we've seen some interesting uh, incidents. I think Indianapolis comes to mind with that. At least for uh, me, it does. Talladega. Who? I mean, Flippadega. Seeing, fl- seeing Brennan Gone do a. Summer okay, that in front of person us was preposterous. Was pretty electric. He did the Olympic long jump. Yeah, that I was, honestly gave him a nine out of ten from the from the crowd. That was incredible. And then you had uh, the hood, hood boy Logano after that, I believe, or that was the second big one. He did that. Yeah, that was that before was, gods. <laughs> that was beautiful. That was there were some really beautiful wrecks, and thank God everyone was okay from that. I was gonna say, uh, uh, who was it? Uh, Keselowski and. Eric Jones, Jones at Indianapolis stands yeah. out. That was a wacky wreck. I don't know. I Larson at Talladega might uh, like those two flips between Larson and Gone. Like were two of the craziest flips I think I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Especially without wings, like we used to have. Got. I feel like ninety percent of the flips in the last five years have been on the backstretch at Talladega. Busher, McMurray, Kenseth, Kenseth Larson, Larson Gone. Gone. Is there been any, any, any in Xfinity? Uh, uh, 2013, Mike Wallace. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Good memory. Yeah. That car is yeah, a one shot down the line. Was it Christopher way. Bell on the front stretch of, of Daytona? Oh, Daytona. Yeah. yeah. And it really Ryan hasn't been that many in trucks. One. Oh, Timothy Peters at Texas, because why not? Oh, yeah. Why not? No, Timothy Miguel Peluto flipped at Talladega in a truck. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bubba Wallace half flipped at Talladega in a truck. Ron Hornaday blew over in turn one at Talladega. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's right. And flipped. Um, that's per- Talladega, wow. Is that an unsafe track? More later. <laughs> God, I love Talladega. Please don't ever take ri- get rid of my, my Talladega. I don't know. I guess for me, Larson on the backstretch. So you're going to go with Gone, Kevin? Hell, yeah. I like. I also want to shout out Clint Boyer for just beaching it at Talladega. That was hilarious. I know that wasn't a wreck, but that was hilarious. <laughs> I was laughing my ass off in the stands. That's Brad, what was your what was your wreck of the year? Uh, when Brandon gone, uh, did the oh. long jump. I will definitely um shouts out Natalie and the, the tow truck. That that was also one of my Ooh, favorite wrecks. Oh, that was really good. 
could lead us to our next award, the biggest bra moment of the year. That was also a huge bra moment. That was a bra moment. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I feel like I, I can I go like... back to the fight after the All-Star race because it was just so bad. My biggest Rock'em, bra moment boy. has definitely got to be putting the damn wrong tires on while fighting for a championship race. That'll like, do it. Or I think you get more bra moment than that. I think putting the tape on the front of Denny Hamlin's car with 50 to go might, might be a bigger bra moment, but honestly, both of them are just awful bra moments. No. Uh, Ugh, I don't like thinking about it. Yeah, it makes my head hurt. My bra moment was when Garrett was running top 20 at Watkins Glen with like no road course experience, and we blew a tire. Oh, yeah, that was broke, sad. And, it, and then it broke the track bar. Oh Whatever. yeah, that that did happen. Holy crap! Yep. So that's the biggest bro moment for me. Yeah, Alex was definitely not happy about that. I remember him. He was upset after that weekend, after the whole Chastain incident yeah, and Garrett, and then the great Reddit, war. Yeah, the great agricultural war of 2019. Never mm-hmm. forget. Um, Ford versus Mellon. Oh man, I had I had another one. Uh, I got to think about it now. Oh. um... What was it? Oh, uh, Byron trying to ass pack uh, Kyle Busch and then just completely destroying his car. That Actually, was yeah. funny. That was that great. Was that was really funny. Um, he only did oh. it because of peer pressure. Yeah, yeah. literally, Chad Canals was like, you, you pussy, you're not going to do that. <laughs> you're not going to do anything. You're not going to retaliate. If you don't do it, don't even drive the car in the hauler at the end of the Dude, race. Dude, look, look, look at him now, man. He's, he's with Ryan Blaney's sister. He's doing well in his life. Slick, <laughs> slick, slick Billy. Slick Bill Byron, baby. Dude, Come on. yeah. Um, I was gonna say uh, Ryan Newman just completely getting it into the chicane and and costing himself a chance in the playoffs. Ooh. yeah. Ooh. Can I go back to most controversial moment? Uh, the last sure. caution at that race uh, at Kansas definitely was so close to the um the like the white flag, and they threw that caution so quick because Chase Elliott almost didn't make the next round. Yes! Oh my God, dude, that was very controversial. I can't believe I didn't even think about that. But it came back to me with uh, Keselowski, Keselowski's every, car being black. That's how every wreck caution needs to be, and how every debris caution does not need to be. <laughs> Someone has hit the wall. Throw the caution immediately. Somebody's out of the group. Throw it. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Preposterous. Um, I feel like there's oh um. Ryan Priest at Atlanta comes to mind, just not looking for two seconds and getting into the uh, Rick Ware car. BJ. Oh, that was painful why you always pay attention to the road. That's BJ. It's a great run. Um, I and like also people forget then, that Atlanta race a decent amount because Daniel Hamilton and Brian Priest, both rookies, were both going to score top fives, if not for the last like. 30 laps of that race because Hemrick I think got a flat tire. That was the last time we ever heard of right into the 52 of car on pit road. Yeah, literally. Never heard from again. Although Ryan Priest at least gets to keep his ride next year. We'll see what he does with it. Yeah. Um, I was also going to say uh, Tyler Reddick spinning into um, the pits at the 500. It's kind of a bra moment. Oh, that's honestly he got uh, bum blasted by Whoever it was, just Rick say it right. It's ass packed. Yeah, that's a, that's like my new favorite term now. <laughs> thank, thank you, Brad. For that. Oh, I didn't even know that was not a thing. No, that is a thing. I just forgot. That, that's like <laughs> what it actually is. It's hilarious. It's like now my new favorite term. It's my new catchphrase. 
welcome. <laughs> Can't wait to go into work and just be like, man, I, I almost just got ass packed on the highway. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Atlanta traffic, right? Um, <laughs> what was it? Oh, Ryan Blaney also spinning onto the pits right in front of us at Talladega was hilarious. Oh, I don't that know if that's a great. bra moment, but that was hilarious. He came back to win, so. Yeah, exactly. Is I. He he complimented me on my shorts that weekend, and he we talked Star Wars for ten minutes. People forget that. Hmm. Kevin, was Talladega your favorite moment of this year? Oh, I thought we were getting into best race later, but uh, <laughs> if we want to jump into that now, well, we yeah one, sure we can do we can one do best yes race. best race because damn excitement every lap with a photo finish to cap it off, and just the whole weekend all around was mm-hmm. it was like Disneyland, dude. Oh my god, it is fantasy land, man. <laughs> Definitely my favorite race also. Bristol yeah. was right up there, though. I loved the Bristol night race. All those yeah. races were great. Except I was a little... I mean, I feel like the Bristol night race for 2019 is going to be one of those races to look back on, especially if the Benedetto does mm-hmm. ne- like never gets a win. Uh, you're going to remember who finished second in that race and not who won. No, I'll remember Denny Hamlin won as a Denny Hamlin fan. I'll remember that Denny oh. Hamlin said that Matt DiBenedetto deserved that win. Like, for the casual fan, though, like, all the Barcel people, you're going to remember DiBenedetto finished second. Yeah, well, parry yeah. this, you fucking casual. Um, <laughs> we got the Martinsville night race next year. That's what I'm excited for. Uh, that's probably going to be a great race next year, barring that they oh, yeah. change the actual package. But you know, Small blade. Like, small blade, please. Um, Big motor. Brad what, was, <laughs> Brad, what was your favorite cup race this season? Oh, favorite cup race this season? Uh, Talladega 2, the remix. That so everyone agrees awesome. Talladega 2 was the best. Yep. <laughs> Dude. Man, ain't even close. <laughs> Talladega to Electric Boogaloo. I can't believe that we went to both days of that and like we had some Monday NASCAR and we were just yeah. right there dude, in the, the five, shit. The five hundred twelve hours is going home. to be so good. Oh, oh dude, with the freaking Wicker William. Oh, oh that's gonna be sick. It's gonna be so much fun. Also, I'm using oh, that yes. from now on. So thank you, Wicker William. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. It's a Wicker Bill. To call yeah. by his name. <laughs> Do we even have to uh, like argue as to what the best Xfinity race was this year? Or it was definitely Daytona one. Uh, <laughs> that is, I've never been more happy uh, to not see a race. Yeah, no, that. Yeah, was I was so glad that I didn't get to see that race. <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, the I only mean, remember it's got to be Homestead. The only, the only association I had with that race was when I saw Dale the next day. I was like, "Hey, congrats on your win!" He was like, "Yeah, pretty surprised about that one." Uh, <laughs> Michael and that's <laughs> funny. Michael and Ned. Everyone needs to be. Oh my god! You went uh, bleep bloop. Yep. I went bleep bloop. Yeah, yeah you're, you're good, good now. now. Yep. I'm good now. Okay. Um. All right. So oh, I I think Xfinity race, right? Yeah, we're talking Xfinity race. I mean, Homestead for me, but Watkins Glen was also a lot of fun. Oh, dude, uh, yeah, Watkins Glen was a blast as well. Oof, that's tough. I didn't get to really watch Homestead Xfinity. I have to watch it. Yeah, Uh, no, I mean, it's tough for you to probably decide what was like your favorite um, Xfinity race of the year. I mean, obviously, though, I'm going to go Watkins Glen. I mean, like as a as a podcast, I feel like our favorite race here had to be Kansas. Oh, for sure, one. But um. Bristol was also a shit show if, when you think about that. Bristol 2 with Tyler Reddick having to pit on lap one and then coming all the way from the back, spinning out at the end of stage one. He spun yeah. out at the end of stage one. Brandon Jones won the stage. And then every single driver who was in the lead was just like, nah, I don't want it. And Kyle Bush did win. 
Yeah. Yeah. Kyle Busch completely pooped. Yeah. Kyle Busch for like three extended races in a row took the lead and then car broke. Yeah. yeah. He, at, at Watkins Glen, he took the lead going into the bus stop and, and he didn't get out of the carousel. Yeah. Hello, <laughs> hello, Kyle Busch victory. Kyle Busch's car broke. Understandable. I'll go fuck myself. Yep. <laughs> um. Oh, the Geographic said... Center of Ohio this year. Awesome race. Other than like. You know, Cendrix <laughs> is having the most dominant Wait, hold on. You just called it the geographic center of Ohio. What else are you yeah. supposed to call it? It is I the geographical no, center no, of Ohio. That is, that is correct. Um, I was going to say, that also could be biggest bra moment is Benedetto just completely yeeting the car off the track on the final turn. Oh, is that right? That was embarrassing. That, that was, was so bad. because so that was Road America. Not located follow, in Atlanta. I yes. follow a lot of, um, <laughs> yeah, not mid-Ohio, sorry, but... <laughs> That was either Elkhart way, Lake Motor Speedway. Yes. Uh, either way, I follow a lot of people on re- on Twitter who are very anti De Benedetto, and they were just loving it. And I was like, guys, it's not his fault. And I was like, oh, that is his fault. Yeah. Ryan Ellis also had a top 10 at Road America. Holy shit. Ryan did Ellis really? did have a top 10. Yeah. Until he got doted. Oh. <laughs> he got doted on last lap. Nobody saw it. But yeah, no one doted. cared, unfortunately. Ryan Ellis is, is, is my boy. Ryan Vargas last restart was also eleventh. <laughs> Holy shit, that's right. If you're gonna dote anyone at any track all year, do it at Road America because it's the backup NBC crew on a four mile road course. Yep, nobody <laughs> on cameras are gonna miss it. <laughs> oh my goodness! No, when Preston broke entering Canada Corner, his whole car was doing like the like the soldier boy on the way to the pit lane <laughs> is that where the tire broke off and they were like what the hell happened no like the the front suspension just gave way oh. so so the car like just the left front part of the suspension so the car was like bucking coming into the pits it couldn't even go straight oh god <laughs> and they didn't have any like camera on him until he parked it like parallel parked it at the end of pit road because he couldn't turn the car Damn. <laughs> they called it yellow <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Oh, yes, uh, oh. Yeah. How about yeah. we just go, we wrap it up because I got to head out soon. Okay. The, uh, so the let's... best moment from the top three series. Not, okay. not, not necessarily like a, a finish or flip or anything. Just anyway. The I'm best gonna start moment? With, yeah. Okay. I'm going to start with Cup. I, I think mine's going to have to be the also race where Blaney went over to Bubba and hugged him right after he was, he won that second stage to advance. That was. That was fun. That was that was a really wholesome moment. Yeah, I I feel like for me it's Denny winning the Daytona 500 after um you know everything that happened with the Gibbs family, JD and all that. That was a really special moment and obviously kickstarted one of Denny's best seasons and was a really fun 500. It was definitely I didn't feel have a sour taste in my mouth like I did the year before. So yeah, everyone went into that 500 saying it's going to be single file around the top and it was anything yeah, but. Yeah, and it completely blew away my expectations. We yeah. almost had the Benedetto 500 champion. Yeah. Um, Thanks, Bernard. <laughs> Canceled, well. Bernard. Uh, Brad? Uh, my favorite moment had to have been, just of all the top three series, Ross winning at Daytona. Oh, yeah, that was uh, awesome. Us getting fifth because of that DQ. Nice. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and just just ross and chad being super stoked bringing the watermelon to him on national tv that was just awesome like it oh yeah i still have away. that video oh man i love it's, that that was beautiful yeah when he was playing like in his uh interview with rollo he was like i grew up you know sitting in those stands as a florida boy and i was like i relate to that i like yeah. it yeah. i was like man <laughs> this guy gets it yeah this guy this guy is a true florida man we yeah. love our 417 um, Speedway track champion. 
I'm trying to see what else I had here. So, um, do we have any best moments in F1 besides Verstappen winning? Uh, Pierre Gasly on the podium. Last week, just Carlos Sainz getting on the podium. (laughs) Carlos Sainz and Pierre Gasly on the podium was definitely like the moment for F1. So, um, we've we've missed a couple of them, but don't worry, we'll 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 probably post it online. Probably won't. Who cares? Um, I think that our uh, our driver of the year. So um, I don't know. I, I, it feels like kind of cheap for me to go Kyle Busch here. But I mean, for me, my driver of the year is probably got to be Denny Hamlin, like just because of how well he did it, considering everyone's like, oh, he's the one that's going to go for Christopher Bell. And he ended up winning the second most races in the Gibbs camp. So, I mean, that's my driver with, of the year. I'll go with Truex because he should have won eight races in a championship. Should have. <laughs> should have. Could have. Would have. Yeah. But I mean, he won the Rose races in the top series. It's hard not to. I mean, shouts him. out Kyle Busch for winning the championship. But, you know, I was oh, also yeah, going to sure. <laughs> I was going to give uh, Kevin Harvick uh, worst parent of the year for uh, his little drive around with Keelan um, in the car doing a burnout because Kyle did it right where he didn't burn it down with his son, like not secured in the car. <laughs> Bad parenting of the year. There it is. <laughs> uh, Brad, who was your driver of the year? Uh, dang, driver of the year. That's a that's a hard one. Uh, I will definitely give Matt it Crafton. To... <laughs> hmm. I don't know. Do you give a second award to Ryan Vargas? Like, nah. <laughs> hey, now he knows that. <laughs> he knows. He knows. Nah, man, you know we I had to do shit. it to him. <laughs> um. Damn. Who is the best driver of the year? I want to give it to Ross, but like <laughs> he was so close. Dude, he was like won five races this year. The fact that the most he's dynamic just, driver. Just him driving the sure. piss out of the 45 truck every week is just enough for me. Yeah, cuz whoever they put in that next year is absolutely not performing the way Ross was performing. Well, this year it was Justin Fontaine last year and this is the exact same truck. So look what the difference oh. is. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. If you want to look at oh, those stats. Oh yeah, no, I'll definitely look those up later as I'm going to bed. It'll probably put me to sleep. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, so no. Ross probably ran point. the most laps this year out of any NASCAR driver across the. Top no, three. definitely did. Definitely yeah. did. But Joe Nemechek had the most starts. <laughs> People Ooh. forget that, dude. Iron Man Joe Nemechek. Yeah. Hell yeah. The rebirth. All right, and then I think for our last award, we're gonna have to go with our fan of the year. And um, this is a tough one. I don't know who are the who are the best fans this year, in your opinion. I, I mean, you know, Talladega fans are pretty good, but honestly, honestly, at like... the at the uh, Daytona 500, when Ryan Priest avoided his second crash somehow by like teleporting in front of it. <laughs> oh, uh, we did the wave. <laughs> yeah, the wave. I think that, I was like, I was just looking around. That was like, it was my first 500. I had a tear in my eye. I was like, this is so cool, man. <laughs> I actually it got, it gave it. you time to like reflect. Like, damn, this is the Daytona 500. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, was, I have yeah. it, though. Our, awesome. our, the, the fans of the year are our fans. The LTLN fans that have stuck through with everything. I've already given you guys a shout out, but you guys are our fans of the year. So thank you for everything you guys have done for the podcast, sharing and just listening to the episode and, you know, the episodes, sorry, we only did one episode. This has uh, all been a lie. I have actually not uploaded any of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, but thank you guys so much for 
that fans do for this podcast because obviously we put in the work you we do it all for the love of you guys so thank you and uh i don't know what what other oh, yeah kevin thank you <laughs> i was expecting to hear the fans say you're welcome so Hopefully they're grateful. I'm going to send them all shirts. Brad, I actually am going to send you a shirt because I'm going to buy one of your shirts. I found it on Etsy. Yes. yes. I saw, or I saw if you'd it, like, I you like, can have the Miata shirt. I have dude, them here. Oh, hell yeah. Well, Wait, I definitely need... a shirt on Etsy? Yeah, uh, I, I saw it. Yeah. It's either on Etsy or it's on something else, but it's... It's I on saw Etsy. It... It's by Speed Visions. Yeah, I saw it and I was like, I'm going to buy that and wear that to the Daytona 500. That looks fire. Oh, um, God. We are actually making shirts, so um, we are going to start doing those soon. We're going to have the uh, Ty Dillon shirt. We're doing a Brandon Jones one, and we also oh will be doing a uh, just regular LTLN shirt. If you guys are interested in that, DM us. We will get that out to you. Wait, is um, it the Breadmobile Summer Shootout 2019? That's yes, the one sir. I was going to buy. That that's is fire. Holy crap. <laughs> yeah, I know. I want that. Um, and we'll just send a recurring guest shirt to you because we owe one Jordan Pont also for being our recurring guest. And I guess Methfield, but, you know, I might send oh him a, a child small for his daughter because I didn't send her anything for her birthday, and I said I would. I said I'd be nice and, and do awesome. something nice for his family. Um. Well, I guess that's just about it. Uh, rounding out the field, a um, bunch of new paint schemes coming out soon. I guess we'll do our next episode in two weeks. Kevin, what's your schedule yeah, like? Could work. Yeah, it could I'll work. I think we'll. I think we'll like... do like we'll we'll have a state of the NASCAR state of NASCAR episode where we just kind of can bitch about NASCAR and. Will just we know like... where Suarez lands up? Stay tuned. That's like the biggest mystery. I can't wait to find out in January that like you know he's gonna just start his own team. It's we show up for the uh for Daytona 500 qualifying and Suarez walks out of the garage. He looks at all over the cars, goes to each one individually before putting the hat on and saying, "I'm joining this team." <laughs> By God, that's Daniel Suarez is <laughs> like a college recruit. Yep. <laughs> oh hell yeah, hell yeah. I don't really have too much else. I had something that I was looking at on Reddit, but I lost it. Um. Well. I guess that's oh um what was it oh okay so actually Adam Stern um reported today that NASCAR wants to move us to new markets including um street courses boo no boo no I don't like it I'm either stoked yeah, I know you're probably stoked but for I'm me it just as, as someone who understands that NASCAR throws a caution for literally anything street courses will not work new markets yes gateway yes. five minutes out of San Francisco they should Dodge Raceway sport. Park. <laughs> Oh Gateway, yes. Maitland, Florida. <laughs> Iowa, do short trek, yes. Go to Canada, they... sure. Go to F1, F1, Miami. Center of Ohio, yes. Other F1 than that. NASCAR yeah. doubleheader in Miami around uh, the, the yes. least most pathetic thing that that stadium produces. The worst track ever. <laughs> Can't wait for Miami Gardens to host a NASCAR race and oh, F1 God. race. Oh, boy. Everybody, <laughs> hold on to your BMW 328i <laughs> keys. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. Can't, can't wait for that um yeah i don't know street courses are preposterous like i'm gonna go on i'm gonna go on iRacing once i get my new pc and uh try and drive a car around monaco and see how that i'll, I'll try to get you on, uh, on the uh the 2021 schedule before since i'll be literally in the same building as do long beach long beach will be terrible but it'll be so much Sick. fun long beach is so much fun but Imagine so terrible. 40 it's guys going into turn one with no abs I oh, cannot. great. I can't wait to watch them start <laughs> breaking at the start-finish line. 
<laughs> I can't. They won't make it around that. Um, around the fountain. It, it's the fountain. impossible. It's too. They'll break the fountain, narrow. and it'll be awesome. Oh God, <laughs> that I can't. Actually, awesome. now I need that. I need. I absolutely need. This that. is why we got to run Xfinity composite bodies. Won't break the fountain. Ah, oh, fair. <laughs> it'll just explode. <laughs> Perfect. It'll shatter the car. All right. Well, I got to get going, so um, we'll definitely try and get this episode or the next episode out in two weeks. But until then, I have been Anthony. I have been Kevin. And I am Carbs. <laughs> Thanks Carbs. for uh, sticking around, guys. We'll see, <laughs> we'll see you next time. Love you guys. Bye. See Bye. you.